is up, everybody, and welcome back to First and Ten. Today we are here with another podcast doing a Week 5 recap, and Week 5 was quite the exciting week. Before we start things off, we just want to introduce our guest host returning this week, Charlie Fusigma. What's up, guys? And um, this week was just a really eventful week, whether it was COVID, schedule changes, or some upsets this week as well. Um, I guess we should start with the um, the Broncos-Patriots game, share our thoughts on like what happened, I guess. Like, how, how it affects teams and stuff. So, Mitch, you want to start with that? Well, we know you have a pretty big opinion on this, but I think that everybody can agree that it, the Broncos definitely got gypped. Having to take an early bye week and now having to face the Patriots when Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore will most likely be back will drastically reduce the chances of, of them winning in uh, or against the Patriots. So, Obviously, I think you probably know a little bit more about that, but I don't think it's. Yeah, we'll hear, I think it's stupid. We'll hear Chaz speak about it, and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk. I'm not super in the know, but I think it definitely sucks. I mean, if, especially if teams aren't really doing anything wrong. I don't know. I don't know about the new New England situation, but if teams really aren't doing crazy wrong things, like gathering in huge groups or going out, like if teams aren't making mistakes like that, and the, the cases are still coming, which they were gunning, it just kind of sucks. I mean, the teams get. There's no one to really blame for it, and then certain teams get like like get screwed over. So I mean, it's definitely annoying to see, especially if you're a fan. I mean, the Broncos definitely had a favorable chance, like not a favorable, but they, they had a way better chance of winning against this injured team than now they will have. So it's yeah. it's gonna it's really gonna change what could have been. And just on on that, I think I don't I don't want to necessarily say that it's unfair because we, they they weren't gonna have Cam and Stefan. That's not my issue. My issue is, if you're going to cancel a game, you can't wait for a day before the game to cancel it. Broncos, this is already a very tough season in general, and Broncos players have been practicing full all week preparing for a game. And on Sunday, they were told their bi- this was their bye week one bef- week before their game. Like to, That, to me, is just it's, it's just not fair to the players. But um, in a press conference the other day, the one thing I respect about this is Fangio and um, the, just the Patriots organization in general, they were very professional about this. It wasn't like the Titans-Steelers cancellation where we were like a bit left in the dust, confused what's going on. Fangio was straight up. He, he straight up said that this is how you see who the whiners, the bitchers, and who can't handle adversity. And he wants to show like the Broncos aren't that team. Because the Broncos lose their bye week. Now they have the Patriots and the Chiefs back-to-back weeks versus the Patriots and the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Yeah, for sure. But um, <clears throat> overall, I think... The one, the one thing that upsets me about this is that Stephon Gilmore had dinner with Cam Newton the day before Cam Newton tested positive. So yeah. at that point, I don't know why they even allowed Gilmore to travel with the team. At that point, Gilmore should have to be in quarantine if he literally was having a one-on-one dinner the night before. And as we saw, Gilmore ended up getting it. And I'm not saying Gilmore gave it to this third player, but I think it's very likely that Gilmore playing and traveling with the team could have infected a, a member of the team. All right, well, with that out of the way, we're going to kick it off with our guest host, Charlie. Let's hear your thoughts on Thursday Night Football, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Chicago Bears. Go. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Bears. Um, Bears got away with the win. It was definitely a close game. I'm still not sold on the Bears, I don't think. I still have my concerns with their team, the quarterback play especially. I mean, we saw Foles. He had an okay game when he. I think did he come in last week? I think he came in the week two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he's he had had an okay stats. I mean, he really didn't do that good. He had an eighty three point nine passing rating, forty seven point four QB rating, one interception, one TD, two hundred forty three yards, thirty attempts. I mean, nothing great. 
when it comes down to it. So I think that's really going to be holding the team back. Montgomery really had a shitty game, too. Average 2.9 yards per carry, one TD. Um, Robinson did have a pretty good game, though. So, I mean, it, it was an interesting week. I'm surprised um, the Buccaneers didn't win, but the Bears' defense is really good. I think that was the main takeaway from the game. I mean, they were lighting up Brady. There was always pressure on him. Khalil Mack, I, I think Akeem Hicks, like they were, they were really getting to him. Um, yeah, on that, Chaz, I have to agree with you. But um, when you're like you're you're going into fulls and the offensive stats, I feel like out of this Bears team, we don't really expect much from their offense. We expect their offense to be able to produce the touchdowns, but this team yeah. solely relies on their defense getting stops, which is what they did today. Because Tom Brady didn't have a terrible game. While he wasn't the Brady we're used to seeing. He didn't throw any interceptions, so what it really came down to was the defense forcing incompletions, forcing stops, and in the final <clears> minutes <throat> of ga- the game, this is what we were given. I mean, Brady, Brady, like, Brady looked lost on that final drive. Brady had a chance to win the game. A lot of people thought Brady would win the game because of his experience, but he just wasn't able to, which is like, but then again, it comes down to like, the Bears' defense performed, so they won this week. I, I think if the Bears' defense doesn't play well, they don't win this week. I think the biggest thing to take away from this game was the reason that it was so low scoring went is uh, and the the real reason that they were able to shut down the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like Adam said, Brady didn't make any you know terrible mistakes. When you look at the yards per attempt, that's where the story is really uh, revealed. Nick Foles and Tom Brady both had yards per attempt that would be considered pretty laughable in the NFL uh, with Foles having a 5.8 and Brady having a 6.2. So when you take away the uh, the big play for Tom Brady and for Nick Foles as well, but what we're focusing on the Bears defense, when you take away the big play, Tom Brady, and you force him to do a, like a Drew Brees type drive, five yards there, six yards there, three yards there, I don't think he excels quite as much as Breeze, who is perfect at sitting back and just throwing slant, 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 check down, check down. Because that's not what Brady really did up until last year with the Patriots. So I think the Bears, like I said, eliminating the big play really put pressure on Brady that he was not ready for, and the Bears came out of there with a win. It was something to see. Now, Charlie, we're going to go to your Jets against the Arizona Cardinals. Let's let you start off. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect anything. Darnold's out. Flacco comes in. Is I don't think Flacco's a, like terrible. I think he's an okay backup quarterback. I mean, his he put up 195 yards, 5.9 yards per attempt, one TD. Um, I mean, QB rating 70, passer rating of 82.3. I mean, he didn't do terrible. It's what I would expect the team he was given. Um, but I mean, obviously the Cardinals are going to win. I still. I mean, they put up. They did put up thirty, but I still just don't think the Cardinals are as good as we thought they would be. I think even with the offensive weapons they've given Kyler and Cliff has done, I still just don't think they've been living up to the hype. I think Kenyon Drake's been disappointing, and DeAndre. I mean, DeAndre had a big game: six receptions, one hundred and thirty-one yards, one TD. I mean, that's that's a huge game. Crowder had a big game also for fantasy. Bell was disappointing in his week return. Uh, there's rumors of him being traded now, so. Yeah, I mean, it's what I expected. I think I think we're all gonna be honest. Cardinals chats <clears throat> was gonna be a Cardinals dub. So yeah, um, like I agree with what you said. I'm not sold on the Cardinals either. I think Kyler Murray turns the ball over quite a lot, but I mean, he's still a young quarterback and he's still explosive on the ground. Um, I agree with what you said with Kenyon Drake. He's been very disappointing. I personally don't have him in fantasy, but I can see how a lot of fantasy owners would be pretty sick of having him on their team. DeAndre Hopkins, man, I mean. <sighs> Leads the league in receiving yards, 
And, um, I mean, he's shown that he can excel no matter where he is, whether it's Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson throwing him the ball. I think take away DeAndre Hopkins, and I don't think Kyler Murray's uh, numbers look anywhere near as good. I don't think... Yeah. I think that the uh, offense or the organization, the Arizona organization, did a great job surrounding him with talent in order to help him take that next step. I mean, when you have a receiver who's averaging 22 yards a catch, that's just insane. And they kicked the living hell out of this poor, poor New York Jets team. And whether yeah. we all expected that. And uh, we'll be back here next week talking about the Jets. Will they be 0-6? Will they be 1-5? I mean, who knows? Yeah. Adam, um, your thoughts? Yeah, um, backing you guys up. The Jets have just been terrible. Um, Adam Gase needs to just get out right away. I think, I don't want to say he's the main issue, but he, he's part of the issue. I think, I don't think the Jets would have a win if even if someone else was coaching all year, just based off, like, how they've just their talent. But on the defensive end of the ball, Greg Williams has also been terrible. I know this Cardinals yeah. team has a good offense, but this Jets team is struggling to get takeaway week after week. And to be honest, the Jets were in the game for a while until yeah, like the fourth quarter. They they were within one touchdown at one point, but I feel like overall they just they struggle. Yeah. It's just the Jets team we keep seeing week after week. This it's a weak offense. It's a Mediocre at best defense. I mean, if the Jets want to win a game, they're, it, it looks like they go out there and they don't even want to win. Like, I, I yeah, don't know yeah. how else to word it. It looks like they just, they're, they're, they're like 10 steps behind the 31st worst team in the NFL. It's just, it doesn't even feel like they put up a fight at this point. It's just, it's, it's not, it's it's not sad, even fun yeah. to watch unless you have a player <clears throat> and fancy against them. It's like, yeah. why else would you watch the Jets play? Like, even as a Jets fan, why? Well, speaking of blowouts... There were some big predictions here last week that uh, Joey B would throw 300 yards and sorry 350 yards. 450. Oh, it was 450. I apologize. Uh, there was there were rumors that Joey Burrow would throw 450 yards and three plus touchdowns. Well, he threw 183 yards and an interception and got sacked seven times with a QB rating of five. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, this is, looked like the same old Bengals. Uh, not utilizing Joe Mixon, the O line looking. God I wouldn't awful. say not using utilizing Joe Mixon. Not, sorry, not it, utilizing him properly, giving the ball twenty four times for only fifty nine yards. Terrible. I think that's on Joe Mixon. I think that that maybe on Joe Mixon, maybe on the line. I think it may they be threw on to Joe Mixon running. too. I think they threw that's him six on. times. You know, I think you're right. I think he did have a bad game. Um, I mean, at least this Mike time uh, Mike Thomas actually got a snap in the NFL this week, though. I mean, so that's a little impressive for the Cincinnati team, but. I mean, I still don't like Lamar Jackson. He still managed to get picked off by this horrible Bengals uh, defense. Yeah, I'm with but you on that one. I mean, Baltimore just kicked the living hell out of them. Well, Baltimore's winning a lot right now. I'm still not I don't completely like the sold on them this no. year. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Lamar they... hasn't looked good even in their wins. He's throwing for under 200 yards every game while attempting nearly 40 passes with an. I mean, and I know this game. Yeah. He the game was. I'd say it was almost over before it started. I don't, quarters. yeah, I don't think he played with too much. Um, Hurry up! Yeah, and I yeah. get that's why he didn't, they didn't revolve their run game as much around him either this week. But I just think, like last week against the Chiefs, we saw Lamar like again in a big game is going to get shut down. And I think the Raiders, the Ravens, will go thirteen and three, possibly fourteen two, maybe twelve and four. But they're, I feel like they only go that because they have such an easy schedule this year. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Besides playing the Browns twice and. The Steelers twice. There's really no, not too many threats to them losing. I mean, when you look at Lamar, I mean, we talked about the average yards per attempt with Brady and with Foles. I mean, he's throwing for under five yards per attempt, and 
Ingram had a pretty decent game. Devin Duvernay on special teams. I mean, you can definitely still tell that this team is very well coached because of how they execute on all three phases of the ball. But the raw MVP like uh, Lamar Jackson has not really made his appearance yet. Um, and I'm not even sure if he will. But you know what? Ravens fans got another win, moved to 4-1 and one on the season. And, uh, I mean, I feel like that's enough said. So, for the next AFC North game, the Keystone Battle... Um, with the Eagles and the Steelers, what would you guys? You know, what, Adam, I'll let you start off with this one. Um, Steelers, Steelers, Steelers. They're not a good football team. Oh come on! I I th- I'm impressed. I wouldn't say I'm impressed. I'm <laughs> I, I'm a bit flabbergasted by the way they beat this Eagles team, which is you know they were a division leader going into this week. The Steelers were a division leader as well, but. <laughs> Yeah, but very this, different divisions, though. To be fair, at the end of the day, both teams were playoff teams. But um, you know, the Eagles didn't look out look terrible, but you can still see how injured and how little weapons Carson Wentz has to throw to. I just feel like at some point he's just heaving the ball, praying someone catches it, and it's just like it's hopeless. And besides a seventy-two yard run by Miles Sanders, he really 74. doesn't do anything. He yeah. had six yards. Other than that, um. I feel like this Eagles team is very weak. I think the 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 Steelers shouldn't have lost this game, and it was way too close for a Steelers. Yeah, I mean, they, fan, they but, did um, let them linger for a little while there. Chase, but Chase, Chase Claypool, what a game from him! I mean, he's doing. He did great. Much respect to him for what he did. I mean, nobody saw it coming. He, wow, just wow. I was impressed for sure. Now I don't know if this the second coming of Julio Jones or uh, Calvin Johnson. It might have just been a whole complete lapse in coverage, but still, I mean, Big Ben coming out here get, once again throwing three touchdowns and no interceptions. Okay. All right, here. You ever heard of Sammy Coates? No, I have not. He was a Steelers receiver. He had one oh, week. Yeah, he yeah, caught yeah, three yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a reason you've never heard of him because he had one good week. Yeah. I know Claypool's young and stuff, but. Could it just be like Sammy Coates? Because if so, the Steelers fans are way too excited right now. You know what? They're 4-0. They're leading the division on top of the Browns and the Ravens. I mean, that's still something to be said. I did not have the Eagles winning this game. I thought the Steelers were going to steamroll them. They didn't steamroll them. They you know, they kept it fairly close. Charlie, anything you'd like to add? Or I mean, yeah, I think I think, um, I think Big Ben had a, had, a, had a solid game. I think he's, he's doing all right. I, I think they definitely should move on from him soon and try to figure out Something, well, he's just I not think. mobile. That's the yeah, entire that, that thing. Is, that it's is easy the problem to game. Also. But I mean, I, see, I would actually. I mean, I disagree with that to some degree. Really? They have. A, they've got a. They've got. You know, with the emergence of Chase Claypool, they, I mean, they have James Washington, Deontay Johnson, who stepped up big time in the absence of Juju. Obviously, they get Juju back. They get James Conner back. Eric Ebron. I mean, yeah, no, Eric, you're right. They, they have a like, really solid team. I mean, with Ben is such a veteran, he can sit back in the pocket and pick apart and opposing defenses, I mean, and he, he's he's fat. You know, yeah, he can take hits. Guy, so like. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, you're right. I think, I think the I think the Steelers are a good team personally. I mean, their defense has a little, been a little disappointing. I think, letting up 29 points to the Philadelphia Eagles and 152 yards to Travis Fulgham, who I've never heard of before today. <laughs> I mean, so, Ertz was disappointing. One Ertz, catch, Ertz, six yeah, yards. Ertz had Come a disappointing on. game. Defensively, Pittsburgh isn't that great. Um, Darius Slay tried. But... Yes, yeah, Slay. I mean, Slay tried. I mean. This this D with the Eagles should be good, but it's they're, they're not, just so though. Injured. Darius Slay, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. I mean, it's not a bad defense, 
but they're they're injured. I don't think this is Philadelphia's year. Maybe they get a second second half run, but I really don't have. Much I don't know, but for I that. mean, without Dak though in the division, they this is probably their division to it, be it, fair. It, it so. definitely could be. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe they'll surprise us in the playoffs. All right, this game was rather unexciting in my opinion. Uh, the Jaguars and the Texans, two teams that are now one and four to. AFC South teams, we got to see Deshaun Watson for the first time without Bill O'Brien in a long time. I mean, he looked good. He threw, you know, over 350 yards, three touchdowns. But when you get picked off twice by a crappy, crappy, crappy Jacksonville defense who were down like 15 million starters, whatever. I mean, I guess he was playing hero ball. I still love Deshaun Watson. Say what you want. He won. He, did, he won the game. They won exactly. by 16 points. Brought the Texans their first dub of the season. He threw for over 10 yards per pass. He had yeah. three touchdowns. Yeah. Made Brandon Cooks look like a superstar out there for the first week this season. And on the defensive side of the ball, they they were pretty much able to shut down the Jaguars, holding them to two touchdowns the whole game. I think for as I don't a, think as, it's Gardner Minshew's fault though. I think I'm Gardner not Minch- saying it's no, Gardner no, Minshew's fault. I think he had a nice game for the Texans fans. I mean, it, it's reassuring that your team can win ball games if needed and. That's what we saw this week. I just still can't believe they fell to one and four, but I guess there's not much else to say, Charlie. You have anything to add? Yeah, I mean, it was a good game. I think this Texan team, I think they could honestly make not maybe not a. I don't think they can get maybe the playoffs, but I think they could be looking at a sort a, a slight I, run without Bill O'Brien. I think in this division, there's a shot they make. The I think I agree. Really I mean, Jacksonville's not doing too good. Colts are looking okay. Colts and Titans have good records, but, but like when it comes will, down will to it, it, Deshaun, if Brandon Cooks can keep this up, Deshaun can keep this up. David Johnson in a huge game too. I mean, averaging five point six yards. That's nothing short. Seventeen carries, ninety six yards. I mean, yeah, David Johnson yeah, in a good game. Brandon Cooks. It was a, it was a good offensive game with Houston. So I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I think don't Houston, think I don't think good. Houston makes the playoffs. You don't. I, I mean, do. they have to win eight of their next right. eleven, which is really unlikely in my opinion. I don't think but so. um, okay. Why do you think they have to win eight of their next eleven? Because they're one and four right now. They need to get at least nine and seven to get an AFC wild card spot. And I think they could win the division at nine and seven. Over eight the and eight. over the Tennessee Titans, who are starting off three and zero, oh, potentially three and four and zero. Oh, they're going to forfeit half their games this year at this rate. <laughs> I really, really don't see a way the Texans make the playoffs, but. Prove me wrong, Deshaun Watson. I would not. I'll challenge you to that. So, this was a game I was really excited to talk about after I watched. We got, obviously, Mr. Broncos fanboy over here. Two of your AFC West rivals duking it out. And the one that we expected to win, falling to the Hood Rats. What do you think, Adam? Go ahead. Um, I'm going to be honest. I actually, last week, as much as I hate to say it, I, st- I put some respect on the Raiders last week. And I thought that they played really well. And... Raiders' defense was terrible this week. I understand you're playing Patrick Mahomes, but they they didn't even look good. I felt like this game was completely won solely because of Derek Carr. And Derek Carr said in a press conference this week, because everybody hypes up the rivalry, Raiders versus Chiefs, he said it's yeah. not a rivalry if you can't win games. And what did he do? And I felt like that was just like, it just showed how much this game meant to him because he couldn't fall to these terrible numbers against Patrick Mahomes. He would have been 0-5 if he lost this week against Mahomes. And yeah. he couldn't afford to do that. Just just for his legacy and just for like the legacy of the Raiders in general. And I think the addition of Henry Ruggs adds another threat on the Raiders' offense that defenses have yeah. to worry about because he is the fastest rookie in the league. I mean, the way you defeat Patrick Mahomes and Tyron Matthew in the defense, you go big off the top. You explode and you hit them they with did big what plays the back. Were unable to do because you're not exactly. stopping Patrick Mahomes for a long time. Yeah. So you just have exactly. to adjust to it. I mean, the rush game, the run game was disappointing. I've said this before. I like Josh Jacobs, but it's the same thing with Derrick Henry. I've said this before. I'll say it again. 
23 carries and you're not even getting 100 yards, you're averaging three yards a carry, and you're, you're lo- the longest run of the day for Josh Jacobs, seven yards. Okay. It's not like the Las Vegas offense. He did good for amazing. me in fantasy this week. So. I mean, he he had numbers. I mean, he had two touchdowns. So go, you know. But I don't think he's a Saquon Barkley like people like to say he is. I'm not trying to disrespect him, but when you run the ball to him 23 times and he doesn't even put up, I would say at least 90, 92 yards because that would be about four yards a carry. If you do under that, I mean, that's a that's a bad performance. I mean, he's lucky that Henry Ruggs bailed him out. Also, before we move on, I would just like to say, since when uh, did uh, Aguilar be learn how to catch the ball? I mean, it's bewildering to watch him, like, just absolutely destroy the Chiefs secondary when he was known for making so many key drops against the or with the Eagles. It's crazy. Anything to add, Charlie? I mean, I think the Vegas. I think I think the Raiders are kind of sneaking up on everybody. I think I'm not gonna say they're I'm not gonna get carried away, but. I, I genuinely do think that they could be a good team. I think Carr was elite on Sunday. I think he had yeah. an amazing game. Um, really put the team on his back. Rug, the addition of Ruggs really helps his offense. I think between Waller, you got... I mean, Waller's obviously amazing. Ruggs, really good. And then you, you add in Hunter Renfro, who's solid. You add in Zay Jones. I mean, yeah, you add in Jason Witten. You can add in Nelson Aguilar. This could be a solid offense. Josh Jacobs again. I mean, I don't think it was that disappointing of a game as Mitch says. I he did put up seventy seven yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, but again, I, I guess I, you're, you're right. I don't think carries, he's a like Saquon, yeah. but I think that's a solid. That's an okay number. He could. He definitely should have done more though. All right. Alrighty, on to the next. I bet I, I'd say this is the feel good game of the week as we got to see Alex Smith take the field for the first time in years. And I think as an NFL fan, it was just it was it was I, I was watching live. It was it was. It was emotional to see the recovery he made. It was really touching to see the way his family was there. And the one thing I feel bad for Alex about is he made this whole recovery to be in a stadium with no fans. I feel like yeah. because if there's fans in that stadium, it's probably one of the loudest stadiums we've ever heard. Because this story, I think, alone is just wins him comeback player of the year. It doesn't even matter what numbers he puts up. Just this story, I think, wins him comeback player of the year. Uh, I don't know. I think he had a I would, terrible I game. I, I mean, I, I hope he does win comeback. I mean... Come on, Charlie. That's a very blunt statement. I mean, he's playing on Just one of the it, worst teams in football. It doesn't matter if he had a terrible game yeah. or not. Come back on no, the year right. as a player who That's came it. back. He Nobody did, he, expected no, he him back. to step he on the back. field. Yeah. And he stepped on the field, and he took six sacks, yeah. and he was 100% fine. I'm sure everybody else, uh, I mean, everyone talks about this, but did, it, did anybody else, like, you know, did their heart skip a beat when he got sacked for the first time? The Just, first time he comes in a second play, he gets Aaron sacked. Donald. Aaron Donald jumps on his back like a frog. I was shitting myself. Yeah. But... Overall, I, I hate the Rams for this because I, I love the Rams, actually. I, I had them in the playoffs. I mean, they didn't need to sack him six times. No, no, they no. Really I, hate, I hate the Rams for... um. I just felt like in the fourth quarter when they were up, they could have just ran the clock out and went for the touchdown, ran up the score. I feel like there's no need to do that. Oh, you mean you, you didn't like when they passed it to Daryl Henderson for the... Uh... For the touchdown, you didn't enjoy that. Yeah, that's a imagine in fantasy if you're playing Jared Goff and Daryl Henderson, yeah, and you think the game's over, they're gonna kneel down, and then Goff throws a touchdown to Henderson. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's an actual unethical, unethical. It's another twenty points for your opponent, which is bush league. No need to do it. It's bush league. And I gotta, I gotta shout out Sean McVay and give him some hate for that. Yeah, God yeah. Damn, I think, McVay. I think, I also something's interesting is Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. I think really disappointing game, and it makes me wonder. 
you all, I mean, we all knew he had a relationship with Dwayne. I think is that was that one of the reasons he put up numbers. I mean, will Kyle Allen, will Alex Smith give him the targets? What is he was going on before? with Dwayne? Like, what is wrong with him? You know, you hear what happened? Why he got benched? Because he lost last week. And he went in the locker room and started. No, he went in the locker room and started bragging about his loss. Yeah, I think. Oh, he's, uh, yeah, he was bragging about his numbers, right? Yeah, he threw yeah. with 300 yards. And he was what the hell? With that. Yeah, yeah. He's. I think he's. I think he's gone. He's I'm a hundred. I mean, he's definitely not there. I think he could be. I don't think he's gonna be traded midseason, but he's I'm gone by the end of the season. I don't like him. They're gonna try. I don't think he's that I'm great. I think he's always been overrated. I think he was an overrated. Um, he was prospect. Over he was overpicked. Yeah, he was way overpicked. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I really I don't, don't think, think he was over. I think he was a lot better of an option than Daniel Jones. It's just the. Oh yeah, he was better he was than playing. Daniel Jones for sure. But I, I don't think either of them are that great of uh, I think prospects. Was, we'll see where he goes. I, class. Yeah, that's I agree. I will see where he goes. I mean, I I have high hopes for him. I, I mean, no, I don't. I don't. I, I, <laughs> I hope he does can do good. Hope he can go to a do a contender. I mean, maybe the Pats. I don't. I I really don't know what else to say. I think I don't know if we'll see another snap. As a starting QB from Haskins uh-huh. for the next year, maybe he two. might go to the Jets. Who knows? If they trade Darnold, they might try and sign him, and that would be Disagree. the worst thing for Charlie. Disagree. All right, on to the Panthers and the Falcons. I think we I said Matt. We said Dan Quinn's seat was hot, and and it lit on fire this week, and he yeah, burned himself. I he's I mean done. I thought the Falcons. I mean this was the first time that they were playing a team that like genuinely had no business beating them and they're at least okay okay before you say that right. yeah you say the panthers have no business in beating them we no, look, the you're, you're the you're the big anti-panther i i no, no, no. I've... listen listen the panthers are right now three and two yeah haven't lost a game without mccaffrey are tied for the division lead so as much as i want to hate on the panthers and as much as i think the falcons should have won this game I feel like we need to start giving some more respect to this team. I, I tried to, but I genuinely thought the Falcons' offense would just dominate. Yeah, I, but without Julio, I understand Ridley's good, but Julio's a top receiver in the league, probably number one in talent. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's not like Ridley... It wasn't for lack of trying. Eight receptions for nearly 140 yards. He was doing everything he could. Gurley looked reborn. 14 carries, 121 yards, a touchdown. He ripped off a 35-yard rush. Around the uh, around the corner, which looked great. You t- you still take away those thirty five yards. You're still looking at fourteen yards for give about ninety or fourteen attempts for Teddy ninety Bridgewater yards. Bridgewater is electric. That man just knows how to win. Well, he I mean, does. I think I he's, he's played. I think he's played well his last three games. Robbie yeah. Anderson was really disappointing, but uh, Robbie Anderson. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong stat. Um, Mike Davis continuing to fill in. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, um, continuing to. Formulate a nice wide receiver core. Curtis Samuel being a uh, pretty dynamic player. Him being able to play all sides of the... On, uh, whether he's rushing, receiving. I think that Matt Rule is doing a pretty good job with these guys. And, uh, I mean, the offense is definitely something to be... Um, the offense is definitely something to be afraid of, especially when McCaffrey comes back. Is it next week or the week week after? One of these upcoming weeks. I'm not, I think they're, they're, they're definitely going to be as cautious as they can be with the young star, but... Yeah, I think yeah. I think the I think the Panthers are actually I think they're a good team. I think we saw them this offseason. They had they they were terrible this year. They got a okay Ter- terrible pick, the first two brought in rule. Oh, I mean yeah. they no, I mean I mean yeah, last yeah, yeah, year yeah. they were terrible, had a bad year, spent a lot of picks on the defense. I still don't think their defense is that great. Trey no, Boston's so playing well. I think one of their cornerbacks Derek is playing Brown's well. Derek Brown's playing well. Derek Brown's playing well. So I think I think they have a good game. offense. Yeah, I think I if they imagine if they had McCaffrey still, I mean Well he's coming back. Well, once he that. comes back, I think this offense is gonna be electric. Teddy Bridgewater, they have Mike Davis. I don't even know if he's gonna get time. If he does, he's he's still electric. I mean I'm gonna Bobby be honest, DJ Moore. I respect this Panthers team. I think they're doing well. 
but I, I just don't, I still don't see them in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't see them in the playoffs this year. I don't think. I think they got a tough division. I think they haven't seen them play. Okay, okay. They haven't played the Buccaneers or Saints once yet. Or if they have, they've lost. If I, I might be. It's true. You're right. Put them. In, I mean, put them in the NFC East. They'll probably take that division right now. Yeah. But we'll get into the NFC East in a few games. This game, I mean, I was shocked. I mean, yes, the 49ers are injury riddled, but they get Garoppolo back. I'm not sure. They um, the the, the 49ers you, are Patrick, out. man. I don't understand how like. There's a way you put into it right now. Like, what has Fitzpatrick done to deserve to not? Well, the only. I mean, on the. On the contrary, though, when you're up by 26, you know maybe then you put into a first in the NFL snap or two. I mean, oh no, that makes sense, but yeah. I don't understand how you can announce who as a starter for a game right I, now. He's uh, Fitzpatrick is going from like throwing two picks and just uh, and just having horrible red zone efficiency to playing like he's 25 again. It's so hard to predict how I mean, he's going to do it. I, I think the biggest story is Garoppolo. I mean, was was he really truly playing bad because he, um, you know. I don't think Garoppolo can handle the pressure. We saw that in the Super Bowl last year when once his team uh, took a started to fall behind. I mean, he did nothing to try and bring them back. Well, it it was in you know his team didn't really fall behind until the like final. And that's what I'm saying. But on the last two drives, he just didn't play. I, I don't think this guy has star quality, but I don't also don't think he's that bad that he goes seven for seventeen and two picks. Who I mean, with, he's got a quarterback rating of one. I mean, yeah, I, I think hell? he's. I think I've always thought he was overrated. I think he did really bad this game. He got benched for CJ Berthard. I mean, but the Dolphins aren't that. He had an injury though. He did have an oh, ankle okay. injury. Did okay. that contribute to his? Um, Probably not to his no. playing, or was, I mean, he, or was that an excuse yeah, by the front office? He had a second. He, he had Kittle back. I mean, Debo's there. Yeah. I think Ayuk was healthy. I mean, there's I, no there's yeah. no excuse for him to do that bad. He's been in this system. I mean, we saw him do consistently good next year. Maybe his injury messed him up. Maybe something messed him up off game. Really, really don't know. We'll see him next week. But I think Miami is a. I think they're they're a solid team. I mean, oh, okay. okay. I, I don't think, okay. I, um, I don't think they're that good. I, I still I'm not gonna say anything. Um, I, I don't. I still think they're gonna be. Take a deep breath, dude. Chill out. I still think they're gonna be bottom ten. But I mean, when it comes down to it, I think they got the good coaching. I think their future is looking really bright. I I mean, when Byron Jones definitely did make a difference. I mean, it was impressive. I mean, they they, yeah. kicked, they kicked the crap out of the 49ers. I was not high on the 49ers going into the season. I'm still not high on the Dolphins, but you know what, Dolphins fans? You blew out a, ter- a team that should have blown you guys out. Congratulations. Enjoy that win. I feel like this was one of the more exciting games of the week. Two 3-1 teams heading into due battle in Cleveland. The Browns against the Colts. Uh, shaky quarterback play on both sides of the ball. Baker Mayfield was electric the first half. They were able to take away the run game. and the Browns he- had a big lead, and they almost blew it again. I mean, not really. What do you mean? They were up. They were leading like ten in the like. At, at they were up twenty-seven ten at one point in the game. Uh, at the start of third quarter, they were up twenty-seven ten after they scored. They were up twenty ten. Like I said. no, no, no. They scored at the start of the third quarter. Okay. Went up twenty-seven ten, yeah, and then whatever. you gave up a kickoff return. Then Baker yeah. threw some picks. Anyway, I think it was a bad. It was a. The, the, I'm not sure how to feel about this game because, like I said, it, it was Baker Mayfield in the first half. looked like Russell Wilson out there. He was extending drives. He was okay, rolling Russell. out. He was throwing amazing passes. Russell Wilson, really? Come on. You're Did really you watch gonna, the game? You're going to He's disrespect. not Russell Wilson. You're, no. you're going to disrespect Russell Wilson like that? You could have said anybody like Aaron Rodgers. Baker Mayfield... Did not look like Russell Wilson in the first half. Agreed. Did you watch the game? I did watch the game. He did the not look as half? elusive as Russell Wilson. The point is, he didn't sit behind the... Po- Aaron Rodgers sits behind his offensive line throws the ball. Okay, Baker Mayfield, on. when 
I respect Russell Wilson. You, you, you can't do him like this, Mitch. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going right. to allow it. Let's you. go. So, I mean, here we have two solid teams. I think it's kind of apparent now that Phillip Rivers isn't the guy. I think I mean, they got the rookie. They drafted Jacob Eason, I think, Eason. they took. Eason. Maybe they'll throw him in. They got Jacoby Brissett. Obviously, he was pretty shit last year. Um, I mean, Brissett should be shit. We'll see. I think, I think this Colts team could be good, if I'm going to be honest. If they had a good quarterback play, I think they could be a solid team. Okay, Mitch. No, As you were I mean, saying. No, I don't feel like I should justify that with a response. The Browns won. We're 4-1. Suck my dick. Let's continue. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Apologize. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Great game. No. From not... the best running back on the Browns. Kareem Hunt got shut down for the most part. Um, it was a little... I mean, I predicted it against a really tough Colts D-line. DeForest Buckner swallowed him up pretty nicely. Uh I mean, he did enough. He had 72 yards, but on 20 carries again. I mean, that's a sub four yards per carry. I was not really impressed with him, but I also didn't expect much. The thing that I was impressed with was Dearness Johnson, who on a third and nine, they needed a first down to get in field goal territory and end the game with a field goal, which is exactly what he did on a third and nine. At first, when I first saw that play, I was very, very concerned with Stefanski because, um, I mean, who runs the ball on third and nine when you need to get that? But it worked. I mean, they faked out the entire Colts defense, who were also expecting pass, and we were able to end the game in Cleveland's four and one for the first time in twenty six years. So, I mean, like you said, Charlie Philip Rivers is not the guy. Baker threw a really bad pass in the third quarter on the four on the second uh, interception. I wouldn't really blame him. He got absolutely crushed in the ribs. Jedrick Wills are missed a really really key tackle, and uh, I mean Jarvis Odell and Austin had some really really nice games. They helped move the chains, although I will admit Jarvis dropped the ball twice on two third and shorts that would have easily gotten the first down, and that led to the Baker Mayfield interception because he was forced to um, throw the ball farther, farther and they blitzed. And uh, Anyway, I don't want to spend too, too much time on this game. It was a good one. I'm excited for 4-1. and one. I still don't think we're Super Bowl contenders, as Adam likes to say, but I mean, it was a good one. It was nice to show that we can beat a good team and, again, a good defense. This right. one was sad. The Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants, I mean, sad for two reasons. Obviously, Dak Prescott taking a season-ending season injury was horrible to see. And then we also and, uh, it's sad because we got to see how bad Daniel Jones is. Well, we also got to see how um, how bad the Char- uh, Cowboys' defense is, is what I was going to say. Daniel Jones, he played okay. No touchdowns, but he, I mean, no uh, interceptions either. No, Daniel Jones either. is he terrible. Fu- we know you feel that way. No, but no, but like I feel like it used to just be biased. Now, like the stats just show he's I terrible. I, think too. He's, I, I, I think used he's to be biased, biased, just not think he's going to be good for no reason. Now I just think like he's just not good. Like right. it's not even biased. If you look at his stats this year, he is terrible. Yeah, but you have to understand, he's on the second worst team in the league, and he's got yeah, but they're the second worst team it. in the league because. Partially because of him, I feel. You like. have a bottom two O line, I would say. They shouldn't have lost this week. They shouldn't. End of story. They shouldn't have lost. Yeah, this I agree. Week. No touchdowns. I mean, put up a mere six point seven attempt. I, I I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. What did I wouldn't Daniel be surprised if Joe Jones do this week. You you say his offensive line is so terrible. He only took two sacks this week. Yeah, I don't think that he, offensive he line was is under that pressure good. the entire game. I will continue to defend Daniel Jones. Why? When, the Giants? Do they have a win this year? He scores thirty four points. Yeah, he's on the worst team in the league. No, the Jets are the worst. I mean, team. maybe, but the like, the Washington football team has less talent than this I would, team. Ah, it's disagreeable. Uh, Dari- I mean, they, no. look at the D line. Look, look at his the receiving defense. core. Come He's on. giving Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, Evan Engram. 
I mean, I mean Darius Slayton had a really nice game. Daniel Jones really had a, did a good job of getting the ball to Slayton, who's his most talented player. This team is still the second worst team in the league with Saquon Barkley, and they're even worse without him. They should have won this game. I'll give you that. They couldn't win a but game with Saquon Barkley playing in Week One. He played one game against an elite Bears defense. You know just as well as I that if Saquon was on this team, they had a much better shot of winning. They were they lost by three. Without Saquon, giving them Saquon and not Devonte Freeman. I don't think a running back makes that much of a difference. I don't think. I, think, I, I, think, I, Saquon I think his Barkley offense is not good. I, don't think I, I, I just don't think a, his team's good. I don't think Saquon is gonna be a plus. I mean, look at look at Saquon. His the amazing year he won. had. Would they go four and twelve? Yeah. I mean, when he when, no, when he when he won when he won offensive rookie of the year. Oh, I'm not sure. He, they didn't. They I mean, they the were still pick. again. They they had the sixth pick. I mean, even with an amazing Saquon, the team was still bad. This team hasn't improved very much from that that team that Saquon was on. I just don't think the Giants are good. I don't think Daniel Jones is good. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Judge... I mean, I'm going to wait another year, but I wouldn't be surprised if Joe, Daniel Jones does not stay in the on the Giants for his career. I think right. he's not Joe's I, I guy. I would agree with that. But so I wouldn't be surprised. I, he gets too much hate for being on one of the worst teams in the league. Anyway. I don't think he does. Moving I, on. I don't think so. Dak Prescott, very, very sad. All of us here at First and Ten. For you, Dak. Wishing you Fair a uh, very speedy recovery. Um... Anyway, prayers so, up, Dak. Prayers up. Moving on to Minnesota and Seattle. What a game! Sunday man. night football. Poor Minnesota fans. I feel like Minnesota <sighs> should have won this game, and they didn't. Yeah. I, As Pete Carroll said, game's not won in the first quarter. The game isn't won in the second quarter. The game isn't won in the third quarter. The game is won in the fourth quarter. Yeah. No disagreements here, Charlie. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, it was a good. It was. It was a okay game. I think we saw Minnesota get off to a pretty good start. <clears throat> I mean, they were up. They were up thirteen zero at half, but you. I mean, come on, Russ cooked. When it comes down to it, DK had an amazing game: two touchdowns, ninety three yards. Russell ended up having a pretty good game, passing rating a hundred, QB rating seventy. Got a couple big sacks, one interception, three touchdowns. I mean, he had a good game. I think he was the one that won this game. I mean, those passes to, to Metcalf were good. I'm surprised the game was this close, though. I really yeah. don't think the Vikings are very good, so I'm a little worried about the Seahawks. No, I, I, I disagree. You disagree? Why? Because I don't think like the Vikings are that terrible. I Do think like Kirk Cousins. Is, no, no, no. I just think their offense is very night and day. Like I feel like one week Kirk Cousins will throw two interceptions and under two hundred yards, and then another week we see three hundred yards and three touchdowns out of Kirk Cousins. He's very inconsistent, and I, I don't. It, it's 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 hard this year for teams. I mean, Seattle's used to playing in front of one of the biggest crowds in in football history. And this year they're going out there in silence. You, you, you got the That's, alternate noise, I mean, and I feel like playing in the pouring rain also didn't help for either team. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I still. I still not. I. I'm. Chuck, I think. What, what? I think Chuck the Seahawks' man. defense. What? I think is is really bad, and yeah. um, I just don't think the Vikings are that good. So I'm a little worried Wait, about the Seahawks. I still think the, they're gonna be pretty good. The Mike Zimmer play call on fourth and one, ten yard line. If you get the first down, you win, or you can kick a field goal, go up eight. What are your thoughts on that? Well, so originally I was against it because I thought that if they kicked the field goal, they went up nine. But because they went up eight, fourth and one, I mean, statistically, they've been running the ball like with immense success all throughout the night. I think at that point, on fourth and one, you've got Alexander Madison, Dalvin Cook, both of them having great games. Well, I mean, Dalvin Cook getting injured, but he had the potential to have a great game. Madison coming in, stepping in nicely. I, I, I agree with the call. I think that, uh, I mean, the Seahawks' defense, especially the run defense, is just terrible. They were not able to stop them. And I think it was unfortunate they didn't get the call. I mean, good play on the Seattle defense to stop them. But um, 
Uh, the the biggest thing for me was watching. Did you guys see Russell's interception? Yeah, I I was very surprised at that. I mean, for someone who was so elite and arguably the best quarterback in the league, to see make like a mistake like that behind, oh, shut up. I really just I was very surprised to him see him make that decision. But true to you know, I mean, he came back and he, like you like Charlie said, he won them that game. Mm-hmm. He cooked and uh, see that was five and zero. Oh. I mean, I knew they were gonna be good this year, but it was still yeah. a little bit of a shocker. Teams looking good. DK's looking good. Tyler Lockett's looking good. Yeah. DK for sure. DK is a beast. On to my uh, new second favorite team in the league, the New Orleans Saints. They were, woo, Drew Brees, good stuff, baby. The Chargers, once again, in in style, found a way to choke the game with Mike Badgley allegedly yeah. being the, the, the number one choker in football this week. As Bob Manning would say, the SBTF, <laughs> not uh, whatever. Um, um, but... Uh, Justin Herbert, he looks good. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take that away from him. But there comes a point where you need to be able to finish games. And Justin Herbert got the ball in overtime and wasn't able to win the game. And I think at that point, it's like, yes, Herbert's good, but as Pete Carroll said, the game is won in the fourth quarter, and so far this season, he hasn't shown up in the fourth quarter. All right, I don't think that's fair at all. Herbert throws four touchdowns and two over 250 yards as a rookie. There is no way you can pin that game on him. It was a good play. It I'm was a better defensive him, stop. But in the four in in overtime, if you get the ball, you should win. It's that simple. If you if, you can say whatever yeah, you want, but if yeah, you have I mean, a the Saints had the he ball had in the Saints, the Saints yeah, won. The Saints yeah but not, not on their first possession. They put they, up they points. Put up yeah. points. I think, I, think, I think Herbert's a good quarterback. I think he's pro- very promising for the Chargers. Once Tyrod gets back, I don't see why he would start. I think Mike Williams had a big game. I think I think Herbert actually is in a really good situation. I think Justin Jackson's doing pretty well. I mean, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, it's not bad weapons to have as a rookie. Especially with Eckler out. And with too. Eckler out, once you get Eckler back, I mean, like, Breeze just had a really, really good game. 325 yards. I mean, one TD, one interception. But, um... Brees had a good game, solid game. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that, but um, I understand Herbert's stats has been well good, and the losses aren't on Herbert. But at the end of the day, when Herbert's starting, the charges are zero and four, and I'm not pinning it on Herbert, but he needs to figure out a way to win so like Chargers fans can actually like hype him up. Because right now they're hyping him up, but why are you hyping up a guy with four losses? I don't get that. I'd rather have a mediocre QB go four and one than a good QB going zero and four. All right. I mean that's that's fair. Um, I I have no response to that. I think he's great. I don't think he. I I, I think he's probably behind Mahomes. He's. I should. That's a stretch. But I think he's definitely better than Drew Locke at this point. He's pro- proven that. I mean Drew Locke hasn't even won a game this season. Drew Locke's terrible. He lost four and um, one in his career, or four and two in his career. Oh, he's ha- played six games. I mean, has he won a game? He's zero and four. Yeah, I mean, has he won a game this season though? I mean, he hasn't. I mean, he's he's been hurt all season. Yeah, but I mean, he's got to stay healthy though. I mean, that that's on him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I agree. I, mean, I think I think Herbert's. I think Herbert has a better future than Locke. I think Locke's absolutely. Size. We'll see as the season goes on. I really don't What's think it's Herbert. Herbert. What? You you say you you say Locke's a small sample size. What's Herbert? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I, Herbert's I, played I, four well, times. You, 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 you refer to his limited sample size right now, and that's all you're going off of when, when I'm going off of Herbert's year. We'll see at the end of the year, but yeah. I predict yeah. that he's going to have a better year. Well, I'm saying, I, I mean, Drew Locke's only played one game, year. so, you know. I think he's going to keep this up. Yeah. Over Locke. You were, anyway. We were both talking about small sample sizes, and he's putting up four times. To- I mean, 
Was this what is this what Locke was putting up? Locke was now putting up four, four, four touchdowns, touchdowns against the, against the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Wow, too. victories! Yeah. You mean the team was putting up victories? Huh? That's not the quarterback. Quarterback. If, you uh, if we want, I mean, we can see look at the stats if you want. I'm good. You can talk about winning all you want. I mean, you could have but a really good team. At the end of the day, you team. want to win the football game. It's, it's true. It's true. No, no, but if you have Mitch, an elite, if you have an elite Mitch, defense no, Mitch, and an elite the run Chargers game, Chargers have a better defense than the Broncos, so shouldn't that they be able to like? Well, I mean, I disagree with Mitch, but I think if we look at the stats, I mean, this sure winning matters, but as long as it's not you choking a fourth quarter comeback here, it, it doesn't come down to the quarterback. If you're not put in the position by your team to win and you you put up four touchdowns, it's not on you. Is what exactly. I'm coming down to. Exactly. I get the over overtime if you choke something or if you let up the game winning interception for pick six. But when it comes down to it, I think I think you always overreact with the quarterback play and how how it affects the winning so much. I just think at the end of the day, no matter what defense you have behind you, if you want to consider yourself a good and successful quarterback, you're able to win games. Like right now, I'd say Baker is better than Herbert because Baker might not be putting up the numbers, but he's able to win football games. So are you saying that Dak Prescott is not playing well this season? He's not. I mean, his team is one and three. Yeah, I mean, he's broken passer, he's, he's, broken passing yard records. He's, I mean, he's not good though. Yeah, he, I mean, according all, according that to that logic, he's not. As Dak Prescott said. He doesn't care what stats he puts up as long as he wins. I'm not asking what Dak thinks. I'm arguing stats. that... He's an amazing quarterback right now. Are, are you trying to say he's bad? I mean, I don't think Dak would consider, consider himself bad. He's looking for a huge contract. But I just think that, I mean, you're being very radical. But we knew this game was going to be a little bit controversial to talk about. Um, it was a really, really heartbreaking loss for the Chargers. Matt Badgley chokes. I mean, if he uh, if he, he kicks that extra... If he, he kicks that extra point... Yeah, if he kicks that extra point, then there's not even he, there's no reason to even kick that field goal in the end. I mean, he, the, the game was already won. He missed two kicks that would have put the game away. And uh, bright future for Herbert, but um, quite a week. So tomorrow we will be doing our week six predictions. And as of right now, the Bills and Titans are still three hours away. So we were two hours away. So we will definitely update you guys on our thoughts uh, at the beginning of our predictions episode. Thank you so much for listening, and here's Adam for the outro. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, not much to say. Just leave your thoughts below. Um, we always love your support. If you guys love Chaz on here, just give a nice rating. Course, I mean, we love Chaz. You love Chaz. Yeah. Who doesn't love Chaz? But with that being said, thank you, everybody, for listening to the another first and ten episode. I hope you all have a great week and goodbye. Keep, keep, let's keep Dak in our, in our thoughts and prayers, guys. I think we all hope the best for him and Alex Smith. So, yeah. Have a good week, guys. Thank you.